For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, what's up, everyone? Mark Bergen here. We're going to be breaking down the Steelers' schedule release. Ike Taylor is going to be joining me in just a second for a special edition of the Believe in Steelers podcast. But the NFL coming out with its full 16-game regular schedule, and Ike is joining now. Ike, what's going on, man? MB, what's up, baby? I am so excited for this schedule release with the Steelers. Full 16-game regular season, knock on wood. Hopefully there's no delays with the coronavirus pandemic, but we're going to be breaking this down. Is there a matchup that sticks out to you with this full 16-game schedule? I want to see the Dallas matchup. So that will be in week nine. Yeah, I want to see this, uh, see this real-life Dallas matchup, Mark. And that's going to be coming off a bye week in Jerry World. So that'll be a road game to a late afternoon game. It's going to be a, a 4.25, 4.30 Eastern time start against Dallas. But, I, I, you know, we had this with the draft. We had this with the start of NFL free agency. But we knew which teams the Steelers were going to play in 2020. But now that we have the dates for each game, it's so exciting. Any of the people watching on Instagram live right now, let us know which game you're most looking forward to for the upcoming season. But I will go game by game with each of these. I'll say this uh, before we do. How about that Thanksgiving Day, Week 12, at Holmes, Heinz Field against the Baltimore Ravens? That is going to be electric. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a playoff game for a playoff game, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to wind up seeing each other three times in the playoffs. That's how I look at it. That's what they've been doing. Um, if Big Ben stay healthy, it's a wrap. You know, how the defense been playing, drafting defensive players, tall, fast receivers for, for Big Ben. Man, I wish I would have played that uh, a Thanksgiving game. Like, I didn't play every game. I ain't never played a Thanksgiving game because usually Detroit, they be on all the Thanksgiving games. Man, mm-hmm. I wish I would have played. If, 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 if I had a wish, that would have been one of the wishes, me playing on Thanksgiving. It's one of those things with Detroit fans, from what I've heard, where it's like that's almost their Super Bowl just because the Lions haven't had that much of a track record of success. And then the Cowboys usually play on Thanksgiving as well. And so that opportunity to play the Ravens, it's going to be on NBC that Thursday night. Oh, my goodness. An AFC North rivalry. That'll be the second time the two teams play because – the first time the game in Baltimore will be in week seven, just ahead of the Steelers by Ike. Let's go game by game, and we'll pick the wins and losses. The Steelers open up week one on the road against the New York Giants on Monday night football. Mm-hmm. I like the Steelers over the right. Giants, especially considering that they'll have their second-year quarterback, Daniel Jones, still trying to establish himself. I like the Steelers in that one. Yeah, look at a W. That's a W. So when we talk about wins and losses, I'm going to go a W, I'm going to go an L. I feel like that's a W for the Steelers. You know, Big Ben back. 
I'm sure they're going to be fired up with a new offense. Like I said, the defense play like how they played last year. They're going to be even even better. You got Tua coming back from off his injuries. So, you know, I, and I'm telling y'all, my sleeper, Big Dan. Big Dan, my defensive tackle, you know, from Tennessee. I think this is his time to shine. So, we're going to see what's up with that. But, yeah, I can't. I can't wait. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna get a Pittsburgh still as a W on the New York Giants. All right. Week two, hosting the Denver Broncos, Drew Locke in that potent offense with a lot of the receivers that they got in the draft. So Jerry Judy and KJ Hamlin. But I like the Steelers too. They're gonna be at home that week. What could be a tough matchup against an up and coming Denver team. I like the Steelers in week two as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna give us an L on that one. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give uh, us an L. And the reason why I give us an L, I think I think they I think the offense is really loaded. You know, I think they wind up getting Melvin Gordon coming from San Diego. So it's not like and their defense haven't been bad. It's not been their defense of late when Peyton Manning was there when they had all the dogs, you know, but at the same time they've been doing good. Um the young quarterback, he's up and coming. He showed up some some huge flashes, you know, last year. That's the reason why they didn't go get a top notch first and second round quarterback at the same time, John Elway, he just got acknowledged. Like, I really got my quarterback. He's been missing a lot since Peyton Manning, you know, and it's just kind of odd because he's played that position. So at the same time, I'm just going to give them the L on that one. I think Denver, that's going to be a sleeper game. I think Denver going to come in and win that one. As a Mizzou alum, I know all about Drew Locke and not only getting those two receivers, getting the tight end he played with in college, Albert O later in the draft as well. So Looks like the Broncos have loaded up on offensive talent to surround Locke with. They want to see if he's the guy headed into year two in Denver. And you like know, you said, Ike, may, maybe Denver finally has has its quarterback. Hey, MB, you know when Drew Locke sold me? When they was playing a whole a old school Jeezy song in their stadium, and he was on the sideline. Yeah, he's and he went And he went word for word. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm so I'm sold on him. We need to reenact that video of when he found out he was getting Jerry Judy and Hamlin and Alberto because those guys, especially Judy and Hamlin, even as rookies, you'd imagine, you know, there might be a little bit of a learning curve in the NFL, but they're as talented as any guy in the league is from the receiver standpoint. So Denver, we'll see what happens. They might have something there. It's a young, good vibe. That, that yeah. team – that team got a good mix, but for the most part, especially on the offensive side, it's a young, good vibe. And, you know, just – and that's where the wave at right now. That's what these young kids doing. They they acknowledging each other. There's really no beef. Ain't nobody really hurting for nothing. So, on the offensive side for Denver, which I thought they probably was my top five in the draft on what they needed to get for the offense and their team. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking – I'm looking I'm, – we're going to take an L on that one. I hate to say it, but we're going to take an L on that one. All right, let's go to week three at home against the Houston Texans. The Texans were in the playoffs last season, but trading DeAndre Hopkins in a questionable trade to the Cardinals in the offseason, yeah, they still got Deshaun Watson. But, you know, I think I, I had a loss here against the Texans, but I think it's either you beat the – I think they'll get one of the two, whether it's against Denver or against Houston. I had a loss here, but, again, I think a lot depends on what happens in week two. Yeah, I'm going to go with the win. I'm going to go Pittsburgh winning against the Houston Texans. The reason why I'm going to go with Pittsburgh beating the Houston Texans is because, man, I, I think it's still going to be a lot of turmoil, a lot of hostility, hostility between their QB and the head coach. You know, I think, I think letting, 
Yeah, I think letting uh, D-Hop go, it hurt it to Sean, big time. And I think more will come out. Not to say nothing is wrong with Coach Bill O'Brien. It's just some coaches, one, don't know how to relate. Two, they can't change with a generation. You know what I'm saying? As a coach, you can't be so stubborn. As good as Coach Coughlin was and for New York at the times, and he won Super Bowls. It's just at the times, man, as this generation just evolved, you got to change as a person. You got to understand how the young kids act. You know, even though back in the day being a drill sergeant was cool, it's not the same no more. And I think these coaches who really come from Coach Belichick, they try to be Belichick instead of being themselves. If you look at, if you see what Vrabel was doing with Tennessee, he's just himself. If you look at seeing what the coach doing in Miami, he's just himself. So all the coaches who learn to understand and kind of pick Coach Belichick mind who was under Coach Belichick and be themselves, they figured it out. All the coaches who try to be Belichick, they always take L's. So I got Pittsburgh winning against Houston. Jay Turner says, what's good, Ike? And also, Will Felix from your alma mater, the University of Louisiana Lafayette, also checking in. So hi, yeah. hi to those guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for anyone checking in. We're going through the Steelers' schedules. We break down game by game whether we think they'll win or lose with the NFL schedule release tonight. All right, so week four on the road against the Tennessee Titans. I had a loss here as well. You've got Derrick Henry coming back in company coming off an appearance in the AFC championship game. And Ike, you always talk about the recipe for success. This is a team that was at times dominant defensively, but was also able to run the football consistently throughout the second half of last season. This one, this one, Pittsburgh, this one, Big Ben going to wake up. This one, Big Ben going to throw for like 375 yards, 350 yards. All right. Touchdown. This one, this one, this one, the defense going to put a stamp of approval. This one, Coach Tomlin. Gonna let y'all know, like, okay, Derrick Henry's not about to beat us, you know. So it's it's gonna be playoff mode early on in the season for Pittsburgh. But I got Pittsburgh winning that game as well. All right. So the first quarter, you've got the Steelers going three and one in their first four games. I've got them at two and two. Week five at home against the Eagles. Who you got, Ike? Yeah, the Eagles gonna get shot down. That bird just got caught. So. Um, <laughs> I got the Pittsburgh Steelers again. You I've know, got the Steelers in week five as well. I got Pittsburgh in week five at home, man. It's just hard to lose at home. They're going to take an L. They're going to take an L between the two teams we talked about earlier tonight. And you had uh, – I had Denver, and you had the one after that. Mm -hmm. so I got Pittsburgh. I, I got Pittsburgh again. Just the way the defense has been playing and what they've been drafting on defense. Like, they've been drafting on defense and offense, you know, in – Kevin Coleman and Coach C and just that front office and that whole Pittsburgh Steelers staff, they always talk about drafting a Steeler. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing to do with height, size, and speed. It's here Steeler. And I think this draft, for the most part, they drafted all Steelers. So, yeah, I got to win it. I got to win them against the Philadelphia Eagles as well. And so one thing I have my eye on, Ike, is we talked a lot about a lot on this, on the Believe It Steelers podcast, is the strength of the NFC East or lack thereof. And I'm curious to see if this division is non-competitive as it was in 2019, where when the Eagles got into the playoffs, it was a team that was barely over 500. So it was the weakest division in all of football last year. And it was more so of the Eagles and of the Cowboys, which team could stumble into the playoffs. And the Eagles certainly had a lot of injuries last season, but Again, I'm curious to see if that is a repeat in 2020. Let's keep it moving, though. Week six 
at home against the Browns. Now, this matchup I have my eye on because it will be the first time that Miles Garrett will play against the Steelers after that brawl in November of 2019 with Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph. So there's going to be a lot of bad blood between the two teams, but this will be the first time that Garrett plays the Steelers in week six. I can't wait for this matchup. I like the Steelers in this one, wanting to get revenge yet again against the Browns. Yeah, I think, they, I think they're going to split with the Browns. I think Pittsburgh at home versus the Browns, they're going to win, but I really do think they're going to split overall at the end with the Browns. The reason why I think they're going to split is because I think now they're going to go back to running the Browns. The Browns got two studs that are running back, and that's, and that's what they're going to do. If they can figure out, they got, a, they got a legit, intelligent head coach, so he come from a running standpoint, and he knows how to win football games. He understands, like, we're not going to win pretty. We're going to be the Tennessee Titans. It's not going to be pretty, but we're going to win ball games, and we're going to roll our way into the playoffs. So I got them splitting. <clears throat> I got them splitting with Cleveland, but the split is going to be at home. So I think Pittsburgh, they play Cleveland at home. They're going to win at home. They go to Cleveland. They're going to take an L. And the new coach for the Browns, Kevin Stefanski, coming from the coaching staff of the Minnesota Vikings. And so the Vikings have had success on the ground. That's been one of their staples. And so Stefanski, as a head coach, will look to establish Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. And that's going to be a huge key to success for the Browns this season is whether you can establish that running game between those two guys. Week seven in Baltimore against the Ravens. And this is just before the Steelers' bye week. I had the Ravens taking care of the Steelers in week seven. What about you, Ike? No, I'm on seven. Seven is my key. Seven is my go-to, and that's Big Ben I'm talking about. So I still, I still got to beat him. <clears throat> I got him splitting. I got him splitting with Cleveland, but I got him beating Baltimore. You know, so and – that's, and that's just how I think it's going to roll because, you know, now it's seven versus Lamar. So it's vet versus young stud. You know what I'm saying? And nobody probably won't say it, but that's how seven seven just a competitive person, you know. So he all, he always want to outdo whoever he play. Um, I think you know for the most part, it's been Tom Brady been our nemesis, our kryptonite. He the, for the Pittsburgh, he's been a kryptonite in the Patriots. Now he's going to the doors wide open. So you know I think they they had a nice little game plan um, last time they played the yep. Ravens. They, they wind up shutting that offense down. That's their offense, regardless on who's at the quarterback. You just happen, happen to have Lamar Jackson, who is somebody a little special. He's a little different. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's that X factor. Um, you put RG3 in there, nothing wrong with RG, but he's not Lamar Jackson at all. You can just tell when Lamar step on the field, it's just a different kind of vibe. His atmosphere, his wave, his swag is all the way different. So that's the difference. But they wind up shutting that offense down. And beat Pittsburgh defense. They wind yep. up shutting in both games. Offense. Correct in both games. So and now you got seven back. So now you got seven back. And I think around that time is I think the offense is just going to be clicking on all cylinders. It's just going to be injuries throughout the season. If most if if most of the guys on offense and defense, the main guys can stay healthy, and they're going to be clicking around the seventh to eighth week, it's going to be scary. And Roethlisberger is the favorite to win the NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2020, coming off elbow surgery in his throwing arm. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. So then the Steelers have the bye week in week eight. And then the matchup that you said you had your eye on, the week nine matchup in Dallas against the Cowboys. Who do you like there? 
talent on talent. You know, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still roll with Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go talent on talent. So you got the Steelers winning several games in a row here, Ike. One commenter said, "Cool, Mark G says, meet me in Dallas swagging." So <laughs> tell him I'm trying, tell him I'm trying to go to Dallas. I'm trying yeah. to go to Dallas for real. Like that's gonna be a good game. So yeah, but at the same time, yeah, I got him, I got him, I got him on the road. Like it's, if we keep going down, and this is freestyling. If we, if you just keep talking to me about the schedule. I lay it on the line, but yeah, I got them beating Dallas as well. Pittsburgh, you know, Dallas just uh, we're gonna see how long it takes for the offense coordinator and with this pandemic going on, and everybody with the camaraderie and just getting back together. Like some teams gonna be ahead of others because one, the quarterback; two, the offensive defense coordinator; three, if you've been around a guy for two or three years, you kind of just know that person. You just need the reps. So I'm, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Pittsburgh on this one. Hopefully Dak have his hundred and fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> Dim lights Dom is wishing you a happy late birthday, Ike. I uh, am remiss for not wishing you uh, a belated birthday or birthday earlier this week on Cinco right, right, de Mayo. Right. So happy belated birthday, Ike. I apologize for not leading that off the top with you there. Week it's ten against the Cincinnati Bengals. I like I like the Steelers in this one against will probably be a rookie quarterback in Joe Burrow if he's still healthy at that point and everything too. But you've got a young Bengals team coming off of a season where they were the worst team in the league. It's going to be tough for this Bengals team to get wins. I like the Steelers, especially at home. I got Pittsburgh winning, but I got Pittsburgh winning close. Okay. You know, around that time, I think Joe and company, and that's another young team just like Denver Broncos. They got a young, exciting team. They got a young quarterback, a very talented quarterback, and Joe Burrow. He was making NFL throws, tight window throws in college, you know. So that's what you got, and he, he got to do the same. So it ain't going to be nothing nothing new for him. It's just going to be him trying to be consistent. You know what I'm saying, Joe Burrow I'm talking about. So, yeah, I got, I got Pittsburgh winning, but I got Pittsburgh winning. It's going to be closer than what people imagine. Let's take a quick break to tell you about betonline.ag. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think that there's nothing to bet on. But BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. Sports aren't totally done. There's the Korean baseball organization, eSports, American Idol, Big Brother, the elections. They're still fun to be had. So go to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Now let's get back to the Believe in Steelers podcast to break down the Steelers' 2020 schedule. Bryant J saying he thinks uh, that the Steelers are going to go 11 and five. That's actually my record. We're going to get through the rest of the schedule really quickly here. Week 11 in Jacksonville against the Jaguars. I had a Steelers victory here as well. Oh man, I got us taking an L on that one. Okay, so your win streak for the Steelers ends. Let me tally this up. Two, three, four, five, six. You had the Steelers winning seven games before in week 11. You think the Jaguars will beat the Steelers? Yeah. That's just, that's, man, Duval County, man. It's hard to play in Duval County, you know? I mean, that's just how it's always been, regardless of who it is. And it's going to be some games like, how the heck you pick Pittsburgh to lose against so and so? That's just how it is any given Sunday. So, and this is one of them games I picked. You can see the whole organization is like in Minshew. That's just how it is. Pittsburgh coming down from 
you know, cold weather to warm weather at the same time. So, you know, your eyes get bright. You've been dealing with that cold weather, you know, it get cold. After September, man, it's damn that cold in Pittsburgh. Yep. I don't care what yep. you're talking about. You come down to this good weather, man, your mind be wondering sometimes. You go to a stadium where they got a pool in it, man, your mind, your mind be wondering sometimes. So it's just the good battles Pittsburgh always had between Jacksonville. So I'm going to take Jacksonville on this one. I've always wanted to just see what it's like in that pool of, like, sitting in a pool and then watching a football game in person. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Okay. So week 12 against the Ravens, you had a win in Baltimore. Week 12 at home at Heinz Field. This is the Thanksgiving game. I have the Steelers losing this one on a shortened week on Thanksgiving. But again, at home might be closer than you think. Yeah, so so my, my thing was if, if they play in Baltimore, they're, they're going to split. Well, nah. They're gonna be they're gonna be Baltimore twice, bro. Twice, okay. Yeah. They're okay. gonna split. They're gonna split. They're gonna split with Cleveland. They're gonna beat Baltimore twice, bro. All right. Hey man, somebody gotta keep writing this down, man, because I could probably win some money off this. I'm trying to told you. That's gonna be an incredible battle, and I cannot wait. Hopefully, both quarterbacks can stay healthy, and we're gonna get a matchup. One of one of the matchups I'm most excited for outside of the Steelers' schedule is when the Ravens play the Chiefs this season and so i hope everyone stays healthy because big ben against lamar is so going to be if, it's going to be if fantastic seven, if seven stays healthy the whole season um that's that's i'm thinking pittsburgh gonna beat them twice but they're gonna split i think personally with the cleveland browns okay okay so week 13 at home against the redskins a young squad they got chase young in the draft and then but you know, they have a little bit of a quarterback controversy. I, I like the Steelers in this one easily because yeah. you don't know who the, the Redskins are going to play at quarterback. Dwayne Haskins wasn't quite ready as a rookie. New head coach Ron Rivera in the offseason bringing in Kyle Allen, who is his quarterback in Carolina, taking over for Cam Newton this past season. But the Redskins, there's just too much turmoil there. A new, a, a, you know, a new head coach in Rivera – I like the Steelers, especially at home in, in this one in week 13. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. The Redskins have been confused for a while. So I'm just going to go ahead and write a W down for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, let's go to week 14 on the road on Sunday Night Football. Bills Mafia taking on the Buffalo Bills. This is going to be a tough matchup. I've got the Steelers falling to, to Buffalo. Yeah, either Sunday night or Monday night. Coach Tom, the record on Sunday night or Monday night is is <laughs> it's impressive, like eleven and two, some something like that. So they always show up in big games, and Coach T always this is favorite saying, it's a five star game because we in it. You know what I'm saying? So and once he starts saying that, people really do buy in and believe that. So y'all got Pittsburgh winning the Buffalo. I like the Buffalo Bills. I like where they're headed. Of course, Coach T played with the coach for the Buffalo Bills. So in college, so. It's, it's going to be kind of interesting, but I got, I got Pittsburgh winning that one. Bryant J says the offense is going to be big and quick, and the defense is going to be all over the place, quick, powerful, and on a mission. Yeah, Cool Mark G also saying we kill on Sunday night. And so, like That's you said, do, Ike, it's, uh, yeah. it, the Steelers usually get ready for that. 
it's going to be a great matchup. And, you know, I can't wait to see the tailgating footage from that one because the, the Buffalo fans, they really don't They're have crazy. much else. They're absolutely insane. Yeah, they, absolutely they insane. you know, it'd it be, it be negative forward and boys be with a beanie on with no shirt and some jeans and flip-flops. <laughs> You're not lying, though. You're not lying. For real. They're a little different. They're a little different than Buffalo. Like, but Buffalo, them Buffalo guys, man, they mindset, damn, they're rushers. They built tough. <laughs> they built real tough when it comes down to this cold weather. Wrapping up the schedule here, just a few games left. Week 15 in Cincinnati. Who you got? Yeah, they're they going to beat Cincinnati. Cool. I, I'm same page as, as with you there. Yeah. And then week 17 at home against the Indianapolis Colts. I like the Steelers in this one just because we talked a lot about this on the podcast, Ike. Phillip Rivers, I don't know how much he's got left as a quarterback if he's still even playing for the Colts at that point, if they haven't turned things back to Jacoby Brissett just because they bring in Rivers in the offseason who's been the quarterback of the Chargers for forever. But right. I don't know how much Rivers has left in the tank. Pittsburgh went into overtime. The Colts ain't gonna ask Phillip to do what he did in San Diego. He gonna be doing. He gonna be turning around and handing the ball off a lot, you know, because it with, with Mac at running back. Mac did well. They wind up drafting another running back. Then you get a stud from USC. You get a stud wide receiver. Like he was one of my favorite coming out of the draft from USC. So this 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 is looking real good. And he just and he said to himself like, man, I wish I'd go to the Colts. And <laughs> what do you know, man? You get drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. So. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going with it. It's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be overtime. I'm telling you, Mark. We need to bet on these games because what I'm saying is coming to fruition, bro. Yeah, yeah. And so week 17 against the Browns, you had the Steelers splitting. So yeah. you, got, you like the Browns in week 17. But you like the Steelers to finish 13-3. and three. I've got them at 11-5. and five. If you look at what the odds makers are saying, Steelers right now, their over-under win total is projected at nine wins. We both like the over on that. And one other thing to add to that, Ike, if you look at the opponent's record for the Steelers in 2019, the opponents this season went 117 and 139 a season ago. Why does that matter? That is the second worst record of all 32 teams in the NFL so the Steelers' opponents in 2020 didn't have that much success a season before in 2019. I think it's going to be a good year for Pittsburgh. I like them to get back into the playoffs as long as Big Ben stays healthy. It's something that some of our commenters have said. Twins Dad 2613 says, The season, in my opinion, depends on Ben's elbow 100%. and middle linebacker play. And Vince and Bush can hold it down. We definitely are making a deep playoff it run. It, 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 Take the defense out of it. It's on it's on seven elbow. Cause them they won eight games last year with two backups. They won eight games last year with two backups. Your second and third string, you won eight games. So take the defense all the way out of that. Take them out. It's on seven elbow. And seven gotta get the job done. That's just point blank period. Cause you know what your defense is gonna do. You win eight games. You got starters in the league who couldn't win eight games with a lot of talent. Dallas, I'm talking about with a lot of talent. You get a second and third string quarterback and you you just miss making the playoffs. And think so, about how much the offense struggled. What was it? They didn't score more than 27 points in a game last season. James, but, Connor, James and that's my dog. I love him to death. He got to stay healthy as well. Yep. 
Yep. Because when One, he's healthy, he's a pro. When he's healthy, he's a Pro Bowl running back. Before we sign off here, Ike, one other thing that I want to say, and this is something that I know for a fact, the NFL in 2002 reconfigured the league to put the divisions as what they are right now. Since the league did that, the four teams that are in the AFC North, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, mm -hmm. no team has won the division three years in a row, which is what the Ravens are trying to do this season. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but there's going to be some regression with the Ravens, a team that literally had the most rushing yards of any team ever last season. You've got a center coming back from a knee injury. Marshall Yanda, the right guard, retired. There's going to be a regression with the Ravens. There's an opportunity there for the Steelers because, again, no team has won this division three years in a row since the league reconfigured its divisions since 2002. I like the Steelers to roll, and I like Big Ben. If Big Ben can stay healthy, there's a reason why he's considered the favorite to win comeback player of the year. Like you said, Ike, and you're, you're backing it up, 13-3 and three for the Steelers in 2020. I got them at 11-5. and five. I think it's going to be a really, really good year for Pittsburgh. There you go. We're on the same page. 13-3, 11-5, as long as you get in the playoffs, it's all good. Just want to get through a couple more comments here, and Ike will sign off. Hammerhead says, if Ben and Connor can stay healthy, our offense is going to be solid, and our defense is top three in the league. We are a dangerous playoff contender. I think a lot of teams, I think the Steelers fans understand that, Ike, but I don't think people really realize nationally around the league how good this defense was last season. No, they do. When you, when you go, when you win eight games with two backup quarterbacks, it's a reason. It's, it's not because of the offense. It's because of what defense been doing. So now nah, they, they they do. See, ever since ever since Mac Magic Minkle stepped into the building, he's been the X factor. Ever since they drafted Devin Bush, he's been everything Pittsburgh Steelers have been wanting in the middle linebacker. Dang, I miss Ryan Shazier. Dang, I miss that dude. Dang, I miss that dude because <laughs> you know he was on his way to the Hall of Fame. That's that's how I look at Shay Shay. So, but again, he's just part of that staff. He's a part of the organization. He's one of my young brothers, so that's all good. But yeah, just watching Devin Bush and Vince, Vince Williams, man, that's, that's yin and yang. That's shaking bait. Absolutely. We're going to go ahead and sign off here. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Believe in Steelers podcast. Ike, I like these live reaction shows. It's fun just to kind of get in the moment of the breaking news and hopefully give some people some peace of mind just with everything that's going on right now as we slowly begin to reopen with everything that's going on with the pandemic. But you know, Florida got their own rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Ike, this 100%. was fun. Again, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Believe in Steelers podcast. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. All uh, right, MB. Ike, stay safe. Take care. For Ike Taylor, Mark Bergen. Take care. We'll see you next time, everyone. So long. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.